Welcome to Fandom Power. Hey guys, Wes here for Fandom Power. Even though the show's over, there's still more to talk about, and this is the Star Wars After Show. So we're clear. I'm just gonna let the uh, I'm gonna let the program roll. We're just gonna just record for the sake of recording. Uh, for yeah. Andy, we're clear at one thirty-two, and then everything after one thirty-two is just kind of bullshit talk. Yeah, timestamp it. The yep. lost episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Halifax. I haven't had said Jesus fuck in an hour and a half. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Phantom power after hours. Yeah, really. You just need to stay indoors and stay away from the uh, lobster dispute that's going on in Digby. Oh, man. It's funny you say that. I just found 20 acres for sale, $29,000 in Digby. Really? Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. big 20. news here. I don't know. It, did, it probably made the rounds for you. It was all over the news tonight at uh, 6 o'clock. Last year, year before, somebody up in Cape Breton was offering land uh, to come and work uh, a store somewhere out on the Cabot Trail. Yeah, yeah, no, the, yeah, it did cross the radar. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's actually, you, there's a few different places in Canada where there's like a, properties for a loony, yeah. and there, there's some caveats, but there's a place in Saskatchewan that is like, um, if you come move to this place in Saskatchewan, I couldn't tell you where it is exactly, but, and invest, like, we want you to take this retail space and turn it into a business, and if you can do that within a year, it's... It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Oh, that's you don't cool. have to pay. It's like a, it's like a loony or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And there are, there's all kinds of places like that with like that sounds like a government incentives. thing. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, they, I mean, they're, they were paying people to move to Manitoba for a long time. Sure. You know, just and then I don't mean they were like you know, oh god, change your life to move to Manitoba. They were offering incentives certainly. So I didn't, I didn't bring it up when we were talking about the. Um about uh, other influences, but going back to fan films for a minute, did you, any of you guys see, there was one that came out earlier this year where it is a crossover film that bridges star Wars to Indiana Jones. Oh, the dream theory. It's not even a dream. It's a, it's a Indy and Marion are excavating a site in Egypt and you're looking at the back of the site and it looks like the conning tower of a Star Destroyer, which if you look at it from the back, looks like a pyramid. So they think that they're looking at a pyramid. They get inside and they realize it's not a pyramid because it's a crashed Star Destroyer. And uh, the Nazis obviously show up. And of course, they kind of parallel the Empire. But it turns out that, I don't know if it's Indy? No, Marion. One of them turns out to be like force sensitive because in their archaeology, they've uncovered some cave drawings which kind of depict sort of some of the imagery from star wars and in the the dig they find a lightsaber but it's like it's really (laughs) yeah it's super super cool yeah and then so in order to drag the oh i don't know to to save i want to say it's marion that they go to save but indy basically sacrifices himself by powering up the star destroyer and and basically takes it back into space to uh to drag the oh. uh, the villains off it's really Crazy. really cool i can't tell you the name of it oh i should look it up i'll oh, find it i don't have my phone on me so yeah that's uh, super super cool it's probably uh got origins in the fact that there's a couple of the hieroglyphics from raiders of the lost ark that were yeah yeah, yeah. And R2. yeah yeah what did you think of the uh all of the um 
the prop drops in solo in uh, Dryden Voss's uh, chamber. Uh, I thought it was amazing. I'd seen it in stills, and I kept waiting for that Mandalorian armor to come to life yeah, and, yeah, and do yeah. something. And uh, I, I definitely wanted to see it. And especially now, I kind of went back and looked at some stills and looked at pause my HDTV to see if I could yeah, see yeah, any, yeah. any connections to you know the future of either either with Rebels or uh, uh, the Mandalorian to see you know what kind of armor it was, what color it was, really, because it's yeah. very vague and in the background. But there's that really cool weapon that it's holding. Uh, it's like a fanned blade. It looks reminiscent of something from the Knights of Ren, actually. Uh, so Andy's just showing me right now. It's called Star Wars Origins. Uh, and it, yeah, it's definitely uh, the film I'm talking about. It looks really cool. It's funny that you mentioned, too, that's a whole thing now, too, is that, you know, when we digested this content on our as you say, unless you had a laser disc, that pinpointing frame by frame watching for an Easter egg was non-existent. Oh no. Yeah, exactly. And now, especially now with Disney plus and that they've got everything there and you, you're hearing things of, Oh, people discover, you know, this from, you know, empire. And you're like, Oh, how did we miss that? But it's like, exactly you know unless you watched it a hundred times like right on super crawl on the vhs it yeah. was impossible to get impossible. all these possible i remember the rumor details. that there was a tennis shoe in return of the jedi and looking for it there... <laughs> and not knowing what scene it was from not knowing you know on on what character or anything just a rumor that, the, that one of the characters accidentally they didn't you know, take there, off his tennis shoe. There is, there, <laughs> I watched it forever. There is a kitchen sink in the opening sequence of Revenge of the Sith. Nice, nice, so nice. There's a that opening sequence where there's the big capital ship battle over Coruscant. And oh, right, yeah, right. So Obi-Wan and Anakin are darting in, making their way to Grievous' ship. And there's a scene where they do a flyby, and there's a piece of debris from an explosion that makes a... Uh, travels from the top right of the screen to the bottom left and impacts into another ship. And that came out of, uh, I don't know if it was a daily or it was a, uh, Lucas was looking at uh, this sequence and he's like, wow, you got everything in there but the kitchen sink. And they went back and they're like, well, we'll put a kitchen sink in. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But like it's kind of uh, neat to watch. A, a scene in the, in the Empire, of the, some, just a guy in the background on Bespin and he's holding like an ice cream maker. Yes. And now we and know it, what it is. It's the, it's the comptroller or whatever. It's the, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing he calls it in, uh, it's full of Beskar. In, yeah. Uh, in that Mandalorian episode. And so to think, you know, little the, cool nods like that drive me wild. I love to it. think of how old that ice cream maker was in 1980. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to either one to try and find one or have to reproduce it in a prop shop somewhere. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm watching a lot of Tested lately with uh, Adam Savage, and uh, I didn't realize that he worked on The Phantom Menace. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a model maker on The Phantom Menace. He and oh, crazy. Uh, he and the two guys, uh, Grant Imahara was also on Star Wars. He was involved. He just passed, right? Yeah, but he had a hand in building a lot of the droids. Like he was heavily involved in the R2 Builders Club, and uh, the other guy from MythBusters, Tori Belichi, mm-hmm. he was also a model maker at ILM for a while. Wow. Yeah, so no surprise that they got hired for Mythbusters anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, I missed that show. You can, well, they don't do it to the same degree, but honestly, like, Adam does, uh, he does these one-day build videos where you never know what he's going to do. 
the other day he was building uh he did a two-parter where he was building the samaritan from hellboy but he did it oh, yeah. out of out of a billet of aluminum so it's like as screen accurate as he can get it did you see today's on that where the magnet failed on the, the on the Samaritan? Yeah. No. But now when he spins the barrel, yeah. it clicks. Oh, that's super cool. And he's like, I didn't even think to do this. And if I hadn't put the magnet in, it never would have happened. Right. Because that was actually to make it hold it. Yeah. And then whatever reason, whatever he was doing. <clears throat> yeah. And now when you spin it, it yeah. Oh, that's super cool. <laughs> so we were talking about the Mandalorian. And, and like I said, I watched it. I've watched it front to back three times now. I'm probably going to do it again before season oh, yeah. two starts. But we were yeah. we were watching it, and uh, of course I'm, you know how nerdy I am. I'm all over this stuff all the time. But my wife was so disappointed to find out that Pedro Pascal is virtually never in the suit. I was too. Yeah, I did not realize that. That so it's he's, like a, he's a composite. Three different three. actors essentially. Yeah, yeah. Having you know Pedro as the as the face and the voice, and then having two stunt performers, one who is a, essentially a, a martial artist and another guy who's their, their firearms guy. But it makes sense, right? Oh, and it that's totally what's does. Ha- like, right? You, there's a reason Ray Park was Darth Maul. Yeah. It wasn't because yeah, he yeah. was a great actor or the guy that played the, uh, the bad guy on Game of Thrones. He oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Had no lines, and no. he was this... The he, mountain. The mountain, yeah. No, 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 the, uh, the, the walker. The, oh, okay. The Night King. The Night King. He was the uh, he was the stunt coordinator. Oh wow! And they're like, "Yeah, you're in." <laughs> so Be- Benioff and Weiss essentially admitted that they had no idea what they were doing when they got hired to do that show, and now their Star Wars project is kind of in limbo. Think they're related? <laughs> I heard they completely backed out. To, in, in favor of, of, of the Star Wars, uh, of a Netflix series. Oh, oh, you a know, superhero, what? a superhero Netflix. Yes, series. I think you're right. Yes, sir. There's a lot of that going around. They just announced a uh, a Static Shock uh, movie. I did hear with, about mm, that. Mm-hmm. With you guys who? been watching the boys? Just, oh my god, that's yeah. so, so good. I just finished really season good. two up, and I haven't yeah. read. I'm standing in chapters because the only way I consume comic books these days are trade paperbacks. Certainly. So I, I go into chapters and I walk into the graphic novel section. I'm like, oh, the boys. And then I'm like, oh, volume one, two, three, four, five. And they're all it's like. so much worse. I mean, not worse. Like, it's so much more intense than the show. Yeah. Actually. The comics are so much more graphic. But, you know, every, but every trade paperback is like 30 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, I want to read it. But I, I don't want to pay that read much Read comics money. online, Wes. Comicsology, baby. So just just read comics online. Just literally Google that. You'll find a bunch of sites. I destroyed I've a never, laptop. I haven't on, found uh, anything yet. I destroyed a laptop on torrents, and uh, I've been hesitant to ever go back in that rabbit hole because I just well, I don't want to. And it. this is almost like a, a Netflix for comics. Yeah, Comicsology. Oh, it's it's a great service. It's just yeah, you have to kind of know what you want when you go into it. Otherwise, you'll just get you'll just drown in well, the variety. There are a few key stories that I want to read. Like I still to this day would like to physically have all the trade paperbacks for Blackest Night because I was really digging that. And I never got to read it. Sort of the first. Read comics first online dot yeah. to. Yeah. And it's I, it's literally I've never found I've never something I've searched I've never sure. not been able to find. Yeah. Even obscure stuff. And they and they they put new stuff out weekly. 
Are you staying up to date now that Marvel's got the Star Wars license? Are you staying up to date on that? Uh, I'm like like an armchair quarterback. I read a lot of articles about the comics. Um, that sounds like uh, me. The Vader stuff is amazing. I heard that it was good. Uh, so I do follow the Vader comic quite closely, and it's it's really good. And I've been following the the Star Wars, the main Star Wars comic. Uh, yeah. They did a cool thing. They skipped The Empire Strikes Back and went to uh, what happens after. And there's some really cool stuff there where a, a whole period where uh, Luke doesn't have a lightsaber. Right? Oh, because like, he lost it at Bespin. Right, so he's yeah. searching for the lightsaber. And there's like there's a lot of speculation. Like there's... There's some really beautiful stuff going on, especially in Vader. I can't say enough about the Vader. Well, isn't comic. that one of the biggest? So that I think that's one of the biggest complaints, and we didn't we didn't really talk about that when we were talking about the films. But like, you know, <laughs> how did Maz cannot get so it? So there you go. Like, how did it find its way from Bespin into her Footlocker in the bottom of what uh, Takodana? Well, that's, that's a right. story for another day, Wes. <laughs> this is the after show. We can talk about whatever the hell we want. <laughs> no, no, I, that's what that's what she that's said her in line. the movie. Yeah. yeah, but that's again, beautiful. that's a paycheck for another movie. It, Who's the girl? <laughs> is it really? Yeah, is it really worth another movie though? Like the same oh, thing he, with like, who is Broom Boy? What's Broom Boy's story? <laughs> it's Ryan Johnson's love child. <laughs> is it really? No, I doubt it. No, I was, no. <laughs> I I have to say I did enjoy that part where they it's on the nose that being a Jedi, uh, if the last Jedi did anything good, they did that. Where you don't have to be a Skywalker to be powerful with the Force. You don't have to. No, be... No, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. You you can be anybody. And I kind of got the vibe off the 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 rise of Skywalker. And this is something I was sort of speculating to myself and to the people that'll listen to me talk. Yeah. About about, about the idea that uh, I'm your being people, a dude. Sky- yeah, being a Skywalker is now. I I think if they move forward in that time period, you might not have Jedi anymore. You might have Skywalkers. Oh, that's we talked about possible. that. Because, yeah. right, follow me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I do. Yeah. And I think her taking the that name is more like taking the mantle. Because like didn't, Samurai is a title. Because didn't we talk yeah, about right, that? There's exactly. actually not a, as a last name in the lineage, but as a title, like a Samurai. Exactly. You are the Skywalker. Well, so that. So that's already been canonized to some degree in that new Thrawn novel. That's right. The, Sky, the, the Skywalkers. They were uh, Force-sensitive navigators. They were essentially the navigators from Dune. That's right. Without the spice. That's right. <laughs> it was a chess word that translated to Skywalker. Yeah, it's exactly. It's melange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm disappointed that that got uh, pushed back too. I was really looking forward to that as oh, a remake. Man. That and Batman. All my favorite movies that I wanted to come out this year got pushed back. And did you see that? Did you see that Batman trailer? The while I've I seen was, the one. I was the one. The one where friggin' the Sparkle Boy from Twilight sure. beats the pulp. Yeah, out yeah, of, yeah. A, a henchman. Yeah. And I'm like, I, very, I saw uh, that. I got so excited because back in the day. The, the bad guys weren't afraid of Batman because he was the Batman. Yeah. They were afraid of the Batman because he put you out of commission for life. Well, I kinda... He wouldn't kill you. He'd damn sure fuck you up. I'm not going to argue with you on that because I'm clearly not the, the greatest uh, Batman aficionado. But, you know, uh, cinematic or on-screen Batmans, Ben Affleck is my Batman. And... Dude, his fighting style yeah. in that movie is yeah, exactly yeah. the way. You want to talk about Batman a, a brutal Batman? Like, Just, look at the way yeah. he cleared that room. Like, yeah, 
I agree. I, I'll give I'll give Affleck his due. Like that was impressive. But yeah, this is the first time like I am vengeance. That's that's a classic line, and this is the first time I really kind of believe it. And I, you know what, I feel like they 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 feel like they're a lot allowed to do that with a superhero after Netflix's Daredevil. Because if you guys watched that, oh my god, and fuck yeah. out of people. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was the and, high water mark for those Netflix series. Absolutely. I really like the Punisher too, though. I really enjoyed the first season of the Punisher. For I, sure. I, I agree the with Punisher. That. I had a hard time watching it for other reasons, but I I, I understand. I, I powered yeah, through. Totally, it. totally. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was like it was like telling my wife, "Hey, babe, I need to go see the the medic movie. I need to go see Hacksaw Ridge." And she's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's about a medic. I have to go see it." That was a yeah. good movie, though. She's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then I'm nearly ripping the the armrest off my seat watching this movie. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Nope." She's like, "Do you want to leave?" I'm like, "Nope." I'm sticking. I'm sticking it out. I mean. We do it to ourselves half the time, oh, let's yeah. be honest. That's a testament to a good movie, though, right? Like, yeah. it can evoke that in you, right? Oh, yeah. So we're we, on... I went I went to watch, sorry, I, just anecdotally, no, no, I, went to watch, I went to watch Fury with a bunch of old tankers. Oh, that's a great and movie, too. We, we were sitting in the back of the movie theater, and the, the guys were just cackling at some of the horrible, awful things that were happening on screen. And yeah. Literally everyone else in the theater like turned around and stared at us. Yeah, it's when you. I don't want to say when you've been there and done that, but when you well, have, when, when you, you live when you live the experience when you have those experiences, you can never you can never watch a uh, a Hollywood uh, eyesed version of that the same way, right? It just it's not, not objectively right. No, no, it's not possible. Except for stripes. Some yeah, stripes is fantastic for <laughs> That's the fact, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where have you been, soldier? Training, sir. So the film industry, or I should say the movie theater industry, is in a nosedive. Yeah. I thought about checking it out recently. Just so to did see I. Uh, I think it was uh Empire. Yeah. Empire's so been I... playing this year because of the anniversary they've been playing it. And it's been yeah. on, like Cineplex has been playing for like I can't five remember months. what it was I wanted to check out. I kind of looked it up on online, yeah. and I, I did go to a lot of movies before. I'm like a Cineplex scene member. Yeah, that's that us. Shit, right? Yeah, and uh, and it was like they're all movies are five bucks across the board. Yeah, at least here in Halifax. Same all here in Ontario. All, all of the and they're uh, back to oh back my to two dollar. Um, they were Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except now they don't sell any concessions, the and most... you have to wear a mask. Oh, yeah, during yeah. the movie. Yeah, and you have to. It's like every other seat, and it's. Yeah. I just. I got eat popcorn, man. Are it's they part making, of the whole show? Exactly. Like, I, I could sit at home and watch a movie with are they popcorn. Making, are the theaters making exceptions for the people in your bubble? So if you come in with your wife and your child, can you sit three across? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I haven't been, so I don't know what they're doing. I, I haven't been either, but I did some research and I was I got sort of checked at like no concessions and wearing the mask the whole movie. I have this. I'm not an anti-masker by any means, but nope. like, like, I have this on. awful, <laughs> this awful vision of the future where theaters as we know them don't exist, and you just have to like, if for that sort of experience, you go online and you're like, all right, I want to see this movie, and then yeah. once a certain number of people have said they want to see that movie, it'll be like, all right, these are the times that we can put that movie. Right. So have you been? I, I'm not really a sports guy, and I don't know if there are any other jocks, closet jocks. Oh, we've here, but, already we've already decided yeah. that when it comes to podcasting, we are sports free. 
Yeah, nice. <laughs> the closest well, so thing to sports we talk about sporting, is axe throwing. The sporting world has been doing this thing, and I couldn't tell you what sport it is, but I believe it's the NBA. Yeah, the NBA oh, the, bubble. The paper, and, the paper well, people in the seats? Right. Or or ah. the, there's there's been one event or more of um, monitors, if you will, in the yeah. seats, yeah, and you can sign oh, up. Really? It doesn't cost you anything, but your face will be on the Oh, monitor. that's so, that's cute. Uh, the NBA is charging. Oh, I don't know what God. the – wrestling's doing something similar to that. Uh, with the NBA, you had to be a – season ticket holder okay okay and then you right. basically okay. and then 60 bucks which for a season ticket holder really is nothing yeah. right yeah and then you, they basically tape a tablet to those seats wow. and right then, you watch it from that seat yes yeah yes is that perspective and i saw i, uh, I saw uh, like screen caps of that and it looked so fucking dystopian it was crazy <laughs> i can only imagine the nfl did a game where they had just the entire cast of the town of South Park. Yeah. Just yeah. that was that was their whole audience and I like that. Major Let, League Let's do more let's do more cartoons like that. Like the Flintstones <laughs> and Hanna Barbera and shit. Yeah. Major League Baseball let you send in a copy of you. So I mean there's been some interesting things done with that. So I mean there's lots of people that are just uploading themselves, but there's people that have been uploading people of domestic violence or drinking and driving and then putting them in a mad T-shirt or whatever the uh, American Jesus version is Murphy. and using it as a PSA, right? Because then all of a sudden in the outfield, there's little Billy Smith that was killed by a drunk driver in 95. Right. Yeah, so, right, right they're, they're putting in, <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But well, they uh, shit on WWE. Because oh, you just ruined that it. movie, man. <laughs> Way to go, man. Spoiler. Uh <laughs> No, people were because it's live feed coming from these people's houses. So some of them were dressing up like KKK members, and oh, wow. somebody posted a picture of Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's and, some yeah. real trashy moves. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever go into a virtual reality chat room, fellas. Uh, okay, I take that as a fair warning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very yeah. careful about who I hang out with online yeah. now because yeah. exactly. just oh hell yeah, humans are trash. Like as a species, mm. like you got you guys are all right, but. But, but like people you think well i mean all i can see is your screen i've always said that a person a person is awesome and then there's that there's that line from men in black uh men in black uh, people, people are, are stupid people are dumb panicky dangerous animals yeah and that's so true yeah. yeah there's a, there's another movie too where they and it might even be a follow-up in that where it's like no a person is smart people are dumb yeah that's the same mm. one. yeah Tommy Lee Jones yeah, yeah. Wilson. that's right yeah Let's go back to uh, let's bring back the we can get WWE in here for a second. We saw the uh, going back to the Mandalorian two uh, season two trailer with the uh, the underground fight club. So <laughs> let's take all the force users out of the equation and let's uh, let's throw uh, let's say Han and Chewie in the ring with Boba Fett and Bosk. Oh. <laughs> do I don't you think, think it's I, I, you know what? I don't know if young Chewie or old Chewie. Uh well, Chewy, everybody in classic, their prime. Classic trilogy, Chewy. Okay, which is really only twenty. Well, because right, you see, you see him in Solo, and he's ferocious. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, watching watching the Mandalorian trash three Trandoshans, Boss yeah. isn't nearly as intimidating to me anymore. No, not as though. Yeah, exactly. Right, and uh, like Han is all swagger. Like I yeah. love him, but he's all swagger. I don't know that he could throw or even take a punch beyond 
you know, giving Lando a pop in the mouth. Right. That's but he's he's, he's all like That's why he's got Chewy. <laughs> right. And he's all talking his way out of things and like like sidestepping things and gaining different sort of he's social political advantages. Your quintessential charisma based character. He would exactly, be, exactly. He would be your equivalent yeah. of uh I seduce the princess. No, no, Whereas I'm, I'm Harrison thinking... Ford the man, the actor wow, there's is the that. best punch taker in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of like maybe Han Solo, you know, in, if he was to step into a uh, competitive, uh, the squared circle, he'd be like the Jimmy Hart of Star Wars, right? He'd be like the ultimate like <laughs> flail throwing his arms up. No, 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 no. Till and you then, turn your back. Yeah. And then you turn around and then he, he gives you the low blow between the legs, right? Bah. That's right. That's right. Where did he get and that folding chair from? <laughs> He's got a goddamn steel chair. That's cheating. Plain and simple. But you talk about Trend Oceans and how like after seeing the the Mandalorian like clean three of their clocks and they just yeah, they yeah. don't have that same appeal. Contrast that back to the episode of uh is it the Clone Wars or is it Rebels? I think it's the Clone Wars where the uh, Trandoshan hunting party uh yes, has got all the Wookiee kids. Very true. Right? And they hunting were Jedi children. Yeah, yeah, so. that's right. That's right. And Ahsoka had to rescue them. Yeah. Those guys seemed relatively uh I would say a credible threat. Yeah, certainly definitely. their their trophy room would imply that. And then there's the uh, Trandoshan character from Squadrons, who's a totally different take on Trandoshans. He's yeah, like a yeah, gambler. Yeah. He's interested in money. He's an opportunist. He's quite, right? he's quite noble, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode of Fandom Power is brought to you in part by CollectorsPlatoon.ca. CollectorsPlatoon.ca, organizers of the annual Toronto Collectors Platoon Toy Show. Check out CollectorsPlatoon.ca, the Canadian home of Ian's display accessories specializing in action figure stands for figures of all scales. Visit collectorsplatoon.ca today. You're listening to Fandom Power. So I'm not 100% up to date on... I didn't watch any of the cartoons, but I I, knew, I do know they're excellent. Yeah, sure. Um, Ahsoka, does she ever get killed, or is she just ominously left to dangle? So no, Ahsoka, think, go ahead, Andy. Uh, is there not a rumor that Rosario Dawson has been tapped to play her so in season two? It's not uh, a rumor. I was going to say, rumor, I, I thought she was coming in. So Ahsoka, uh, in a nutshell... Uh, Ahsoka was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan learner. Oh, I know most of the story. I've the read Clone the Wikipedia Wars. page. So I'm just... after the Clone Wars, she doesn't resurface until season two of Rebels, where she surfaces under the uh, code name. Oh, help me out here, Hank. Fulcrum. Uh, Fulcrum. So Ahsoka has been leading a resistance or a rebel cell or operating independently as a rebel on her own for a while. And she's been feeding the, the ghost crew intel. Until finally they want to meet, and it turns out, oh my god, it's Ahsoka. And so five seasons, four or five seasons of Rebels later, she's a full-fledged member of the cast. And uh, Ezra Bridger, in an act of self-sacrifice, essentially sacrifices himself to save everybody and, and uh, is flung into the far reaches of the, uh, the unknown regions of space. This is the reason everybody's got to watch Rebels for that last right. little bit. So yeah, their watch, explanation of the force. Watch that last bit. And then, so then there's a, a, a period where the show breaks credits roll. And then there's the post-credit scene where Sabine after the battle of Endor sometime after the battle of Endor, which coincidentally ties into the same period as the Mandalorian 
Yep. Is standing on a on a on a dock somewhere, and a ship rolls up. The door opens, and out comes Ahsoka, dressed in full white robes with a staff, looking very Gandalf-like. Very Gandalf. Did you see the Dave Filoni's picture? Uh, it was like six months ago. He tweeted a picture of of that version of Ahsoka that he drew standing beside Gandalf. Oh wow! Uh, nice. And basically said, uh, "Ahsoka the White." That's and, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so that's the sort of, and they they both say like, "Let's go find Ezra." Yeah, so it's the yeah. uh, I think the line is something to the effect of, "It's time to bring him home." And right. So right. The ending of the series is Ahsoka and Sabine going off to search for Ezra Bridger. So the rumor is that the Mandalorian will tie into that somehow. That we're probably going to be introduced to the live action versions of. Sabine, and quite possibly down the line, Ezra Bridger, if they bring him back. While we're on Sabine, did it really bother anybody else that her name was Ren? When, when, uh, like W R E N, but the House of Ren, and then Kylo Ren, and yeah, (laughs) the Knights of Ren. Anyways, Uh, (laughs) that drove me crazy. A little bit of an oversight there. Oops, it's no better. Sorry, man, I cut you off. No, you didn't cut me off. I just wanted to say, like. It's it's interesting that I never engaged with that part of the fandom, but that character is still so ubiquitous that I do have some knowledge of her without sure, ever sure. really diving in. It really, really, really brings home Anakin's fall. Yeah. It adds so much gravitas to why he fell. Like, I know it's all about Padme, and it's all about how he feels betrayed by Obi-Wan, yep. but you actually get to see his heart break when oh, she yeah. rejects the Jedi. Yeah. And it's a catalyst for him rejecting the Jedi. Yep. It's it's heavy-duty writing. Dave Filoni is the man. Eric, if you haven't gone back to Season 7 of Clone Wars, like, you could skip a lot of it, but the final four-episode arc is a must-see. It's an I'll absolute... I'll take it under advisement. It's an you can watch it like a must-see. movie. You can watch... Yeah. You can watch it like a movie those last four episodes yeah because they they literally overlap the events of revenge of the sith like it's happening concurrently yeah it's like watching it happen from other characters yeah perspectives. yeah, yeah. Okay. right and this is as i say um and it's not to throw shade at jay where jay was like well there's this is the thing we just didn't get to know anyone else's story but now we are yeah and this is all happening in the background for sure epic stories happening yeah. in the background of the Star Wars or Skywalker saga, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's as I say, right? I just that's just how I look at it. But yeah, then, right. When he's like, "Oh, you know, we just watched, you know, three people's, you know, the only three people in the galaxy, galaxy that actually did something." Yeah. And I'm like, "No, no, there's more." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's quite vast. Yeah, I think well, you, a lot you... of the new properties are bringing a lot of those things in. Like, I never, I never, cons- I always thought that the IG eighty eight like the assassin droid yeah. in the original series. Like I always thought that it was kind of a joke because it's like, oh, it's a droid. Like droids don't improvise. Like how how how, did, how how would that work as an assassin? But then they showed IG-11 oh, yeah. in The Mandalorian. And okay, I, I can understand how, how a robot can kick ass now. I don't know. I mean, even, even uh, Return of the Jedi kind of showed that droids could exceed their programming by convincing C-3PO to, you know, impersonate a deity. I always felt like R2 was force sensitive. 
<laughs> you, you gotta I wonder. Always, on I really some always level. did. Like he's always hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Somehow he's always pulling off the wind. He's open. There's the door a, at the right time. There's an intuition you know, there that does not exist in other droid characters. In terms of the the old six uh, D six West End games we were talking yeah. about, yeah, he yeah. completely exhibits force sensitive abilities in terms oh, yeah. of the way that game mechanic works. He would have like one, luck one dice of sense like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a built in slot for a saber. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, when you never get a memory wipe, that's look, true. Look what happens. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Do right, droids right. dream of electric sheep? <laughs> electric <laughs> midi-chlorians? Oh, I said God. the word. Uh-oh. You did say the word. <laughs> we, we did a whole three-hour podcast without talking about midi-chlorians. How did that even happen? I don't know. Because well, I think we all, cons- the... we all consider it to be a curse word. So <laughs> Did you hear that uh, Lucas said... And I don't know if he was trying to defend Disney or like sort of take shade away or, or something, but he had said, well, if you didn't like that trilogy, you would have hated mine because I was going to go into the microscopic world yeah. and the whole thing was going to be about midi-chlorians. Oh, no. So <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> here's, here's my thing about midi-chlorians. Sure. They, say, they say in the movie that you have a lot of midi-chlorians, so you're going to be very well attuned to the Force. Yeah. I take it the other way around. This kid has so much force potential yeah. that he attracts a lot of midi-chlorians. Possibly. I have a fan fiction that I've been kicking around in my head. <laughs> and if midi-chlorians are a thing and they're canon, right? Yeah. Why can't I, as a bounty hunter, kidnap a Jedi and get a blood transfusion? Well, there you go. Why can't I be a badass Star Wars villain that runs around sucking the blood out of Jedi? Maybe and wielding the dark side of the force. Maybe midichlorians are only compatible with certain blood types. It's possible. It's possible, but it's described in the Phantom Menace novel that yeah. all life forms have midichlorians. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. Well, they just released a book today from I'm not sure who, but it's uh, includes a lot of far flung facts and little yeah, trivia yeah, yeah. and whatnot. And one of them in there is about Lucas and his thoughts on midichlorians. Yeah, and like you were saying, the whole underground micro... Yeah, yeah. What's the word here? <laughs> the microscopic? Uh, Yeah, like a biosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. it touched also on... You know how somebody had suggested that Yoda is one of the Willems? The Wills. Yeah. The Wills, yeah. yeah. But this touched on that the Wills were actually the people on the other end of the Force that were controlling it all and feeding through the midichlorians. Interesting. See, now we're getting into some, like, Scientology shit. We're going real meta Your body is made up of tiny organisms. We're getting real meta. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. I mean, midichlorians like it, hate it. It's it exists. It's a thing, and I think the I, franchise. I found a way to justify it. I think the well, sure. (laughs) The the franchise made overtures towards. I guess I would say going back and making the force a little bit more ambiguous for the sequel trilogy. It didn't deny, it didn't deny anything that came before it, but it just never referenced it again. Well, it's the prequel trilogy. You tried to make a science out of a religion. Yeah. Which is kind of, (laughs) the wills are canonized in clone wars though, aren't they? I don't know if they are or not. That's who teaches Qui-Gon the friggin' power of life after death. Yeah. That may be true, because in the in now. the in the new canon, uh, he's supposed to be like the first Jedi to come back as a Force ghost. I believe. Uh, uh, Qui Gon. Yeah, 
he he can't manifest a body. But he, he was can... unable to complete the training because he was trained. Oh, okay. Like, he was unable to complete the training, so he can't manifest the body, but he can manifest his consciousness. Essentially, he can speak to you. But he was able to sure, sure. teach Yoda. Who was able to teach Obi Wan ostensibly. So while you're while you're looking that up, I want to talk about for a second here, if I can. One of the biggest disservices of I hate to pick on the Last Jedi, but you know the the sequel trilogy went out of its way to really kind of force feed us these, what they're now calling legacy characters. And so you have this whole thing with Admiral Akbar. He survived the, uh, the attack on Endor and the second death star. And so now he's, you know, he's the arguably the greatest military leader in Alliance history. Was he not denied his moment? The Holdo maneuver should have been the Akbar maneuver. He should have been the one to let everybody abandon ship, and I will take the ship, and I will drive it through the the stupid big Star Destroyer thing. Yeah. But they had to kill that off the other woman, right? Because you can only have one. Ah, she could have been picked off in a random blaster shot. Not by stormtroopers. <laughs> I yeah. was hoping she was going to get eaten by a T-Rex. Well, <laughs> <laughs> On a that toilet? May, that may happen. She's in the yeah, she's coming back for that new Jurassic Park they just announced. And apparently Sam Neill's coming again, back for that too, yeah. John Williams. Mm-hmm. John Williams once again. There yeah. you go. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, you you just said you just said Jurassic Park and it made me it reminded me. Have you guys seen the Animaniacs teaser? I've seen the yes, I did see the Jurassic Park one. You sent it to oh me, didn't you? Oh my god. Somebody sent it to me. I, okay. Yeah, I sent it to you. You did, day. yeah, yeah. And I, I watched it. I quite liked it. The problem is I don't subscribe to Hulu, so I'm gonna have a hard time yeah. watching that. Well, we don't get Hulu up here. There, there's, there is no Hulu Canada. No. So it'll probably end up on Crave or something. Oh, bud, you just got to oh. get a VPN uh, provider yeah, 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 yeah. and switch that, voodoo it up, so that I can sign up with my Canadian address. Yeah. But I'm in. America. Watch different strokes on Netflix from China. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's a Chinese version of the show Suits, or no, it's Japanese rather. Same plot. It's just. Japanese actors, Japanese sure. language. Well, right. There's what um, <laughs> seven versions of The Office. Yeah. Oh my. Have God. you seen? Uh, you, you guys know Brooklyn Nine Nine? There's oh, a yes. Quebec Canadian version of what? Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's scene for scene, shot for shot. The actors, they attempt to make the actors look identical. But it's That's in French, funny. right? It's in French. Yeah. Wow. Quebecois. <laughs> <laughs> Sandberg's supposed to be doing a new superhero flick. Uh. I would Super watch that. High. Oh boy. Weed power oh, superhero. Man. Double double entendre there. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm kinda running out of steam. Oh, that's here, fine, boys. guys. I, I just thought, you know, you we could just shoot the shit for a little while. And if you're uh if you're tapped, that's okay. We don't have to do any more, but uh I just wanted to keep the conversation going and uh maybe catch something uh something special. Yeah. And I think we've got we've got lots here to use if we wanna if we wanna publish it or uh we can dole it out in small doses later on down the road. I think oh, yeah. I think that as you go on, like if if you do start to monetize it, kind of a Patreon's yeah. pretty much inevitable, because yeah. it's it's one of the easiest, fastest ways to fund something. Like if you get a good crowd of people who, well, you know, we actually a bucks uh, a month. we actually chose our our host based on their their monetization options. So we're banking okay. on that the fact that this is a brand new platform that's less than a year old that. As they as we grow, they will grow, and so 
it's just cool to be part of something that's new and fresh and yeah well, so when well, we, the, the point was you might just want to hold something back for for like a premium oh tier. yeah 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 but uh if you're considering doing your own stuff uh eric take a look at uh redcircle.com okay yeah 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 anyway gentlemen uh i guess we'll call it a night it's uh just after 10 o'clock here in ontario so it's a little after 11 for you hank right no problem, buddy. I'm not working this weekend. Oh, good. Well, I had a great time. We'll try to get some photos together and maybe get them sent off to you, and maybe you can. Uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, put your touch do. on it and maybe cartoonize. You should. Um, you should have like a form or a Google Doc or something for your guests, so you can be like, "What are your other interests?" Yeah. So, what you should do uh, is go to the socials for any of our shows, mm-hmm. uh, and what you can do is you can either contact us directly through the show page. Or you can, e- you can email us because right now all of our shows are forwarded off to one central email. So any one of us has access to it and we're happy to take your ideas and develop them. <laughs> so, all right. I, I have an idea for a, for a podcast, but it would only be like a segment, but I want it to be in galaxy. Have you ever guys have ever heard of night Vale? It's a no, old I, podcast. I have not. Where it's a it's a radio station in a town where all this crazy horror shit happens. Oh, but it's so it's so cool because it's they never break characters. So, so like my a, idea is like the character is like a it's like pirate radio, but Star oh, Wars. Cool. This guy's running around hiding from the Empire, and he's giving galactic weather reports, and he's talking about where like uh. So it's almost oh, like a radio play. Almost like a radio play oh, where it's cool. like you know yeah it's just and it could be a segment. I'm just playing around with ideas like that. I don't know if I have the acting chops for that, but I would be more than happy to participate in that with you. That's cool though. Cause you can do that as you say from wherever. And yeah. even if you do it in little like bites. Yeah. That's why I was thinking it would be a smaller kind of thing, you know? Sure. Yeah. And then you could write, but I mean, you, if, if you do like several pieces at the same time, and then as you say, I think that's so cool. And you'd be like just a galactic uh, news yeah. guy trying to get things done, and yet there's this civil war that's getting in his <laughs> exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. Well, look look how they handled um, bringing uh, uh, J.K. Simmons back to Spider-Man and, and turning J.J.J. Uh, from a paper editor into a rag uh, website. Did that's you great. see? The, uh, did you see they got Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire signed on? Did you see and that was Toby debunked? McGuire. Yeah, I saw it. Was. Did oh, you was see it? that was debunked yesterday? Was but, I but I, I actually question: is that is that deliberate uh, misdirection to just to keep the fan fervor down? Or that could be out. viral marketing for the next Spider Verse movie. Entirely they're possible. doing another one. Well, well, that's in, throw it out that, to gauge fan interest. Of yeah, them. of course. But going back to that, like, look at what they did with him, and then if you kind of contrast or or add that to the beginning of every episode of the clone wars was like a news flash and they would do the whole like news from the front yeah, yeah definitely or so, uh, and i was thinking what was sort of inspiring was that the the uh the clips from starship troopers the news yeah, clips from starship yeah, yeah, troopers yeah. right do you want to know more exactly or uh the uh similar mm-hmm. um also a verhoven movie the robocop uh, TV spots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd buy that, that, that of, for a that dollar. Kind of vibe. <laughs> that kind of vibe, but in universe, yeah. never yeah, breaking sure. character, but in small, you know, like not, not so much that you're going to run out of material. Like three or four minutes at a time, or <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we have five, ten minutes. I could probably cool. fill, you know, like galactic weather and like uh, reports from the front, or you know, <laughs> this, 
things of that nature. I haven't really hacked it out, but I just thought it would be kind of neat to explore that kind of idea. Communications from Alderaan mysteriously cut out earlier today. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's where it really becomes interesting is when you start plucking out those moments that nobody else has touched on yet. And this is what's so good about this Vader comic. Yeah. Um, they, they're they literally, there's like, like he, he tries to go to where Padme is buried. He oh. uses his spy network and stuff. And when he gets there, yeah. he sees Padme. And on the yeah. cover, he's holding Padme and you're like, okay, what the fuck? What's going and on he's here? He's interacting with her, but it turns yeah. out to be Sabe, oh, her, really? her double. And who doesn't know that he's Anakin and thinks that oh, no. Anakin still thinks Anakin murdered Padme. Yeah. And so they start working together to, you know, and it's, it's actually super, super good stuff. Yeah. 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 If you get a chance, check out the Vader comic. It's okay. real good. Yeah. Well, I've seen some of them look for that. coming up at uh, the Dollarama drop. Yeah. Some of the Vader ones have showed up there. Have they? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's good stuff. There's a uh, lots of little, stuff with the emperor where he's like uh and it, this is the the first vader series of the modern stuff because they've yeah. done a, a few different ones but where he's treated like he's an abused child yeah he's he's routinely punished like like spanked is a metaphor but he's routinely spanked by the emperor yeah yeah okay and they get into like the, the like his uniform is designed to cause an extreme pain. yes i did read a uh, an article on that yeah designed by the emperor just yeah for, just right for that right purpose. because what like, like speedball yeah yeah very penance yeah yeah, yeah just like yeah, that it, yeah just like apparently the when he when he puts the helmet on a bunch of needles just like into his skull and the, yeah you know and at the same time it, he's supposed to use the pain and the 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 to channel the horror of that to channel the dark side of the force and it's on purpose because there's no reason like he's, it's anakin skywalker he built yeah. c-3po right he can yeah, make yeah. a fucking kick-ass set of armor that of course he could hurt yeah. him at all and, yeah yeah you know but it's it's this archaic you know they even use us uh some of the uh the breathing armor on other characters and it's like it's said to be super archaic yeah like it's just old tech that the emperor forces him to use really well, it's, yeah, it's a really it's cool. a great visual Actually. effect, though. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, iconic. We never yeah. got into that, too. Uh, Darth Vader is the most iconic villain of all times. Uh, cinematic? Yeah, I would agree. Yes, cinematic. For yes, sure. Absolutely. I, I would yeah. agree with that. Well, guys, let's, uh, we'll call it here. And uh, once again, thanks uh, ever so much for your continued participation. Oh, thank you, it man. Is so Cheers, much man. appreciated. And Super fun. when you get to the point where you're developing that uh, that thing, Hank, yeah. Let me know what I can do to help you. No problem, brother. All Absolutely. Right. Good to talk to you guys again. All right. Yes, sir. We'll yeah. talk soon, Wonderful. everybody. I look forward to more. All right, yeah, let's guys. do it again soon. Yep, yeah, we'll talk soon. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production.
Have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sawcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. When your show is ready, Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say?